Well done, well done. <laughs> well, happy... No, no pulpit. No, we're going without notes today. Yeah. <laughs> happy Australia Day. This is um, new for us to do this together. We um, do it separately, which is usually more relaxing on my heart because this is a little bit unpredictable <laughs> with, with you. Um, I am very, very predictable. Oh, Lord. Very, very. We are, you know how opposites What's attract? Yes, yeah, see, that's You're right. Good? Oh, gosh. Excellent. So, um, so we're very different, obviously. We, we think differently. Um, do, you, do you remember when we were actually dating and we were walking along the Nepean River and it was a spring night and the moon was shining and we're walking arm in arm and talking about our future and, and you said to me, we're going to have a motto over our life. And I'm like, yes, walk together forever into the sunlight. What was your motto? <laughs> We don't like bugs. No, that wasn't your motto. We do hard. Mm, Who yes. says that on a romantic moment? We do hard. We don't do hard. So oh, I was being, you know. <sighs> don't explain it. It's okay. But anyway, so what we're going to do today is um, I've got no notes. We're not actually going to preach. We're just going to share what God has been speaking to us in some of our God conversations that we... Notes that we've spoken about and we're staying on topic with, um, about what God has been speaking to us as we get ready for 2020. So a little bit different today could go either way. We'll just see how it goes, but let's pray. Father, I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you're with us. I thank you for this beautiful day. I thank you, Lord, for differences in people that um, bring out the best in others. I pray, God, you would use what we say today and that um, your name would be glorified, Jesus, that you would bring comfort and healing and hope where it is needed and that um, your will would be done in Jesus' name. And help Bruce not go rogue. Amen. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. It's fine. I'm going. So. We have had some great God conversations together over these last four weeks. We've had four weeks off together, which has been lovely. And we did some... Four weeks off, yes. It's been a long time. Together. We did some road trips and we've had lots of great God conversations. And so this morning, we're just going to share some of those thoughts that came out of those conversations. And so at the end of last year in December, we have a very dear friend who actually was, um, had a diagnosis from the doctor that's not really great, according to the doctor. And big words like chemotherapy are being thrown around. And so it's quite a big, challenging season that we're walking our friend through. And I remembered um, actually preaching a sermon a couple of years ago where I gave a testimony of another friend that had been completely healed by cancer. And so I was looking for that sermon so I could send it to my friend because when you hear God's done it for someone else, it's easier to give you some faith that, you know, God's done it for them, he'll do it for me. And so I went back through and I found that sermon and as I found it, I was driving along, so I just had to listen to it because I couldn't, like, turn it off. So I was listening to my old sermon, which is kind of weird, listening to yourself um, on, on multiple levels. But it was kind of like going back and reading my old journal because I remembered what God was speaking to me in that moment as well. And so I was going, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Like, not because of what I said, but just because of what God had whispered to me as I was preparing that. Anyway, it got to the end of the sermon and I was praying for all of us as a church and I was praying prophetically over us that those of us that are in hard seasons or difficult seasons or seasons where we don't see the end of, that God would do something miraculous. And I actually, I said these words and my hand is up. I'm praying too. I've got a situation and a circumstance that I don't know how you're going to change God, but I believe this is not part of my future. I believe there's going to be a day where this is not part of my story. And as I was driving along, listening to this, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm living in that answered prayer now. What was my story a couple of years ago is now longer, that particular instance, that circumstance is no longer in my story. 
I am living in answered prayer. Mm. And I felt like what God said is, give God your decade. Not just give God your year as we approach 2020, because sometimes we can get to the end of the year and like, you know, this year I'm, I don't know what it is, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have a baby, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to whatever we do. And we sometimes get to the end and it hasn't happened and we go, well, did I not have enough faith? Did it not work? But I felt God say, as you prepare for 2020, to give God your decade. And so while we were away, um, I I have my camera with me a lot and I often make Bruce stop the car randomly because I just want to take photos. (laughs) And so we were driving along up the Gold Coast and I said, oh, stop, stop, stop. And so I want to take a photo of that like shipwreck boat over there. And so we stopped and there's a photo of it which might come up. Okay, here it is. And so what happened was I, I go down the very steep embankment and as I get to the bottom, it's kind of a waterway where the water comes in and the water comes out. So it was out-ish, but it was very swampy and marshy and kind of sinking down into the ground. And I'm like, oh, I'll just get a photo. So I'm angling myself around to get the boat in because it looked like a shipwreck. And as I'm bending down to take the photo, these two ginormous dogs come up behind me, like Dobermans. And you know how they nudge you with your nose? So I'm like now precariously balanced and trying to do this. And I'm just trying to take this shot. And all of a sudden, this guy comes around from behind the boat. And he's like working on his boat. And I'm like, oh, I don't want you in my shot. So I go out further into the swampy marsh <laughs> and try and take my shot. And he comes around the other side. And I'm like, oh, so I have to go back again, trying to make sure he's not in my shot. But as I stood there and watched, this is what I noticed, that what I thought was actually shipwrecked was actually his boat being brought up on shore to be prepared. He was doing some work on it. He was going over the hull meticulously, making sure it was ready for something more. And so I really felt like when we saw this, we thought, give God your decade. There will be times in this year and in this decade where we feel a bit shipwrecked. But actually, God is just working on you. He's preparing you for more. He is meticulously restoring and going over you so that you're ready for more as well. So I just thought as you approach this year, it's not just a new year. It's a new decade. Mm. And give God your decade. Yeah, that's good. That's good, babe. And yes, those dogs were massive. Bruce was hiding Uh, in the car. He didn't come out. Yeah, I was standing outside the car. Inside um, the car. And no, I was outside. You didn't see me. Um, I, was, I was outside the car watching her, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement. And, you know, as any, you know, protective husband would be... Locks the door. I, I looked, and I saw two big dogs, and that was it, you know. Um, I've told Penny many times... I will protect you against anything in the world. Except? <laughs> Except dogs. <laughs> dogs, you're on your own. <laughs> right, you know, so I love the fact that uh, my wife is always encouraging me to uh, get a word from God um, in any situation that, that we face. And, um, and so as we were traveling to uh, Dreamworld on our on our holiday, um, Penny asked me, she said, what's God, what's the word God has given you for your year, you know, and um, now I had to think about it, you know, Penny often asks me stuff like, you know, what are you thinking, and uh, you know, watching TV or driving wherever, that's, what are you thinking, and my answer is always the same, nothing, you know, as guys, we don't really think of anything. But anyway, but on this occasion, I actually was thinking about what is God saying to me this year for our family this year. And, um, you know, and as we talk about 
Uh, I had being ready, but it's actually, are you ready? Well, anyway, it's the same thing. Um, yeah, I want to encourage us this, this morning. Get a word from God for your year. Not just the situation you're currently going through, but get a word for God, for you and your family, for yourself this year. And it's so, you know, and it's a word that you'll be able to stand on regardless of the situation you may focus on, um, so you may find yourself in, all right? Now, I didn't know when I started, right? So you gave me 10 minutes, so you're going to have to. uh, We manage time differently, too. (laughs) You know, and so, you know, so a word from God for your year will help you stay focused on how God wants you to respond to life's various ups and downs. And let's face it, we all face ups and downs through the year, right? So as we were traveling to dream world's roller coasters of death, uh, we have a picture that we're not going to show publicly. Oh, I've got it. It's, it's coming up now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I passed out, so I'm unconscious in the photo. <laughs> and I'm like... So yes, roller coasters are not our thing anymore. Uh, but yeah, so there's actually a roller coaster I went on where um, I think I was whimpering. Yes. That yes. would be the word, yes. Yes. So anyway. So, so as we were having this great God conversation, God gave me a, a word for our year. In actual fact, it's a, it's a word he's given me over numerous years now, um, that I've had to lean on this word. And so, as Penny and I um, face 2020 as a couple and as a family, we have this word from God that we will lean on from time to time during the year. It's a word that we will each remind our, we'll each remind each other of this word. You know, when we when we got married and we were doing the prepare course. Um, we had the saying afterwards, uh, and the saying was, get back in the box. And for those of you who've done prepare, you know, there's this cap- couple mapping on how you handle um, difficulties. Yes. And, uh, you know, where you want to be. And so we had a particular box that we wanted to be in, and so every time we would have a Disagreement? Uh, Intense family discussion. Yes, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, you know, away from everyone, but, you know, you and I... Moving on. Yes, okay. Um, And so we would say to each other, get back in the box. And sometimes it wouldn't be appreciated when um, that was said to mostly me, um, but I knew what it meant. You know, okay, okay, all right, you know, um, I'll calm down and I'll, and I'll listen. And so, so it's important. So the, the thing that I want to say about having a word for your year is that it's not so much that um, it's a word just for you. You know, the important part about having a word for your year is for you to actually share that word with your loved one, 
with um, your husband, your wife, with uh, your leader, with someone very close to you, so that as you go through your year and as you face the ups and downs, the twists and turns that happen in that year, your loved one, your leader, your friend can come up to you and say, remember that word that you were that God spoke to you about? You need to remember that word right now. You know, and that will help you process whatever it is that you're going through. And so for Penny and I, um, our word for the, for the year is Matthew 6.33. We all know it, but the King James Version says this, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. The Message Version says, People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you, but you know God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. And the Passion Translation you know, only because everyone seems to love it, so I'm going to read it. So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. You know, and all three translations are encouraging us to focus on God. Don't focus on the little things that can come, or even the big things that may come. Don't focus on that. Focus on God. Because when you focus on God, and you make Him your priority, all these other things in His timing will all um, be sorted. You know, He will take care of all these things. So, you know... The whole, you know, we've, we've all known Matthew 6.33, but it's, it's the whole thing about focusing on God. Because that's, that's the whole aim. You know, don't focus on your uh, situation. Don't try and work your situation out. Focus on God. And let Him help you through that. So one of the things God reminded me of was, you know, a couple of occasions where this has really helped me. So, you know, back in 96, 97, when I stopped being a youth pastor, uh, you know, and in the weeks and months after that, you know, you think a lot of things. And I remember God putting this piece of scripture on my heart. And, you know, and what it done was it brought clarity to my situation. When I started to think, well, yeah, it's not about, the little things, or it's not about the situation that has happened to me. It's about the kingdom of God. And so it brought, it brought clarity to my situation. Um, and what it done was it stopped me from focusing on my situation and allowed me to realize that my walk with God was the key to walking that particular season well in my life. Another time when, um, 
yeah, I was uh, in the process of uh, being separated from uh, my first wife. And whilst I was going through that and processing everything that you process in that season, um, God reminded me of this verse. And he let me know that, you know, my life wasn't going to be defined by this particular season. But my life will be defined by how I spend time with God, how I focus my life on Him. And that was how my life, my season back then, was going to be defined. You know, so Matthew 6.33 has had a, a huge impact on my life. And I think even coming into this year, knowing, you know, a bit about what I'm going to be facing, what Penny and I are going to be facing. Um, you know, whenever you know, you can see a situation coming to you and you know, okay, this is going to be rough. And I've had conversations in my head about what I'm going to say, how I'm going to approach this situation that, that we can both see coming. And I've, and I've realized that nothing... I can say or do is going to change the situation coming my way. And once again, God reminded me, Matthew 6.33, the, the, the word that he's given us for, for this year. Focus on him. Focus on what he wants me to do. Get my um, thoughts, my... Um, my thoughts dwelling on him and, 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 and what he wants to do in my life rather than what I can do on my own to try and change a situation that I have absolutely no control over. So, so I want to encourage us this morning, and I think I've stuck to my limit. Yeah, I think so. I want to encourage us this morning What's your word for the year? What is God asking you? What is he putting on your heart to say, hey, dwell on this this year. Dwell on this piece of scripture. Dwell on this um, memory that I've put in you. you know? Dwell on what I've, I want to put into your heart so that you can be protected, you can have guidance and direction in times of trouble. So, yeah. That's great. And so um, out of that, getting a word for your family, it's also getting a word for yourself personally. And so the word God spoke to me, and there's a picture coming up of this blue sky thing, and it's be available. Be available. The word that God's given me personally this year is to be available. To be available to know God more. <clears throat> I don't want to get to the end of this year and just know God like I've always known him. I want to spend this year getting to know God more. <coughs> Sorry. I want to know him more intimately in, in my times of worship and in my times of reading the Bible. And, and when God whispers to me, I want to know God more. I want to know Jesus more. I want to know what he's wanting in my life more. I want to know God more. And I had to do that. I need to be available. And I also thought about it in relations with my relationships. I want to be available for people. I don't want to be sitting across having coffee with someone and thinking, okay, I've got a good quality hour to give you and then I have to go because I've got X, Y and Z to do. I actually want to free up time in my schedule to just be available, 
Be available for those God conversations that we can have with others. Be available for those moments where God might be able to use you to speak to somebody else. So to be available. And the other thing I really want, and I think we all really want, is we want God to use us in our life, in our little world. We want God to use us significantly in some way. And when I read the Bible, the God, God I know doesn't choose the people with the most ability. Mm. He actually chooses those who are available, yep. those who say, use me, God. And so this photo here, it's from our holiday as well. And we went down to the beach, to Casharina Beach, and I wanted to go down at sunset, but um, there was a storm coming, so we had to go down. So it's the wrong time to go, it's the wrong time to take a photo, it's full light, blah, blah, blah. All this was going through my head, and, and I just went, oh, I'll just take the photo, and there was, you know, dogs, so Bruce Lots was scared, so we had to, like, Lots go quickly. Dogs. And so I took a photo, and we left, and I was just thinking, but in that moment, in this ordinary moment that I just thought was actually the wrong time, was actually wasn't going to work, I saw a blue sky. And for most of us living in a smoke-filled area for the last couple of months, to see blue sky was so refreshing. Mm. And I realised it's just being available in the everyday moments, in the moments that come along, to spend time with God and to spend time with others, to just be available. So that's our second thought, to be available. And then we discussed, we were sitting out on our back deck. It's amazing, actually, since you hate nature so much, that all of these revelations came while we were outside. But anyway... We were sitting out on our back deck in our apartment up in Queensland and it has like a rooftop access and a little balcony out there as well. And we were praying and asking God for a word for you, for every single person here, that you would walk out today with a word for God. <clears throat> and um, I read through the Bible in one year, so I do a one-year reading through the Bible and so I'm in Genesis at the moment. And there's this story, actually, about Isaac. And Isaac has now um, got his own family and his own little tribe. And he's going to redig the wells that Abraham had dug years ago, but the Philistines had come and filled it up. And so he keeps going and undoing these wells. And he does all the work and he does all the work. And he finally gets water. And then people come along and go, no, no, that's water's ours. You can't have that. And they kind of take it off him. They quarrel a bit. So he goes somewhere else and he builds another well. And he digs down in the well and digs it and does all the work. And then somebody else comes along and goes, no, that's mine. You can't have that either. And then finally, he digs another well and gets all the way down. And no one quarrels over it. And the verse ended with this. For now the Lord has made space for you, and we shall be prosperous in this land. And I feel the word that God has for you this morning is that God is going to make a space for you. A space for your dreams. A space for your thing that's on your heart to do for God this year. A space that probably only you and God know about, that one day kind of dream that might come into fruition. And there's the last picture here, which is, as I was sitting there, this was just on our back deck, and we had this spiral staircase to go up to our little rooftop access up there. And all the other apartments had these steps that kind of went 15 steps this way, and then 22 steps up to get to the top. But ours was a spiral, and I think there was like 20 steps all up, so way less than the other ones. But the thing about a spiral staircase is, it takes up less space, and it gets you quicker where you want to go. It's not like how you think it's going to go, straight up and straight up. It's actually going to be quicker than how you think you're going to get there. And I was talking to a friend last week and she was just sharing to me, she goes, Penny, you're not going to believe what God has done. And she has this dream in her heart that one day in the future, maybe when she retires, to maybe start up a business from home. And what she needs for this business is a piece of machinery. That's a, it's quite a niche piece of machinery and it doesn't come up for sale very often. And um, so she's thought one day when she retires, that might be in her future. And she said, I was talking to someone. Someone's got one available. We've got it. We're setting it up in our house. So what she actually thought was going to take her a few years to start working for her dream, God has actually made space for her to start doing that straight away. And so I feel like as you start this year to just be expectant 
that God is going to make space for you, that God is going to make room for you in your dreams, to be expectant as you go throughout this year. What's that thing on your heart? What's that thing that God's put there that you might not have seen come into fruition yet? Be expectant. And the thing about a spiral staircase is when I walked up that thing, (laughs) I was like watching every step because they're like teeny tiny little steps. They're really quite scary. I think that's a picture of your year as well, that God will just give you the next step in front of you and the next step in front of you. He won't tell you if you do this, you'll get here. It's almost like this is the next step and this is the next step and this is the next step. And as you faithfully just keep your eyes on Jesus, as you are available, as you've given God your decade, he will light up which step you need to take next. And you will get there quicker than if you had have gone about it your own way as well. So I think we'd just like to pray that word over you guys. So if you want to stand up and you can pray. Yeah, I think just, let's probably get the band up as well. Just think about your year. Think about what do you think God wants to talk to you about your year this year? Yes, we have a new year and yes, it'll be different to last year. But at the end of this year, what do you want God to have done in your life? What do you want to have achieved for the kingdom of God in this coming year? And if all the previous years have just been, well, I just do my own thing, you can choose to do that again, I guess. Or you can choose to say, I'm ready for God to do something new and different in my life so I can have an impact differently to other people's lives than I did last year. Close your eyes. Lord, we thank you, Father. Lord, for all that you have planned for us, Lord. Each and every one of us, Lord. Lord, you have a plan for us this year, Father. Lord, we pray, Lord, that as we start 2020, Lord. Lord, we pray that you speak a word into us, Father, that we can hold on to. Lord, a word, Father God, that says to us that you are with us. You have a plan for us. You want our lives to have an impact on the people that are around us, Father. So, Lord, as we start this year, Father, Lord, I pray that you speak to each and every one of us, Father. We thank you, Lord. In your mighty name, amen. Claire?